Mighty Mr. Factory, or The best part about the big mmm cast is I get to double check that we have audio. Yeah! <laughs> With that being said, this is book eight of Candle Keep. Can you guys believe it's book eight already? Out of what? 15? 16? 17? 17? 17 books? Halfway uh, there. We're living on a prayer. Sorry. That too. That was awesome. Um, I'm. Pausing and delaying because I don't know if we're okay. Tech wise. He's just adjusting. He's just adjusting? Okay, is my face doing weird things as screens are moving? No. Oh, no. Bummer. And do us and the fans all get to look at Coulter's house. I was like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> all this chunk. <laughs> uh, with that being said, this is book eight of Candle Keep Mysteries, book entitled Sarah of Yellowcrest Manor. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the long-awaited sequel to Anne of Green Gables. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, Helena, even though this is the start of a book, do you want to give just kind of a, what is it, how long it's been, etc.? Yes, well, the boys left on their own made a right mess of things immediately. But this dashing, beautiful what? new furball came along and, and set them on the right path to help a, a lovely, gripply village. Um, not at all because we needed something from them, just <laughs> because they needed help, and we're sometimes here to help. I, of course, was away, you know, dealing with a little, with uh, helping Sabilna with her. <laughs> Starry Moon Silvery, 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 um, you know, patch up her spa and get things running again. She's very thankful. After she was de Yes, of course. She's beautiful either way, of course, but... <laughs> Anyway, so they went and helped the Scribbly village. They were able to clear it of these dastardly yuan who were terrorizing the poor Gribbly, who were just trying to live their lives and do their thing. Um, after taking care of that, they were paid handsomely, got many magical items, and, and they've, got, they've gotten back to Candle Keep. It hasn't been quite very long um, since they've returned. We kept up with David. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> no, <I'm> fine. <laughs> Recapitated, so that's putting the head back on the story. Recapitation. Okay. <laughs> Decapitate. Ah, recapitate is to put it back. I didn't realize that's what it meant. <laughs> I did not even know the depth of my own power. Outstanding. Uh, so I would like to say that um, I knew right away that we had a new member of our party. Maybe somebody wrote me. And it got to me very quickly. Carol's <laughs> um, always writing. Okay, excellent. Thank you, you for get, letting me know. You get index cards with scribbles of what's happening from page, but it's very hurriedly. <laughs> I feel like Carol would be the kind to like write these long letters, but send them daily, so you never really have a chance to respond to what the last thing was before. It's like, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so on, I maybe have arrived back at Candle Keep late one evening and have taken it upon myself to be in Zindi's room when she awakens the next morning. Making tea. So this beautiful pale um, elf in this <laughs> slinky gown is just sitting on the other side of your room pouring tea. Here's where we find out that Zindi sleeps naked. Away <laughs> <laughs> all my secrets. I don't judge. Well, no, it's probably like a 
nightgowns to the collar, <laughs> down to the floor. I've had to add maybe a couple extra lengths of material because he's tall. tall. <laughs> yeah. And so I'll sit up, maybe hear the clinking of. Oh! Oh, good morning. Good, good morning. It's so lovely to see you. You look beautiful in the morning. That's a that's a feat that I have not quite nailed. That's, oh, um, not Naya. What do you? It's Naya's in my room. What do you? What are you? What are you doing here? Oh, well, I just heard about you joining our little gang. I just wanted to have a little girl time. I'm so excited to have another female. You're excited? You have no idea how excited I am. Oh my gosh. Did you hear about the Gripley Village? First, we were trying to go and get some crap, and then we couldn't find any crap because all the crab shipments were gone. And so we had to go out onto the ship, and then we went to the Gripley Village, and there was this whole problem with it. Sorry. Maybe when you're off, maybe you should do the read. <laughs> <laughs> I just... You're like a hero to me. And so... Oh. You know, I just, I was hearing about you guys adventuring in the hearth, and I just really wanted to join along, and you were just such an inspiration, and I mean, you're so beautiful, and I just really wanted to, I can't believe it. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Here, have some tea, of course. so glad we've had some time. Tell me more about yourself. How long have you been at Candle Cave? Um, well, <laughs> um, I've, I've been at Candle Keep for a few years. Um, and I've been, been watching your group for a while. I mean, I hear the stories and it's so exciting. And I've been working in the, holy shit, what's my backstory? <laughs> <laughs> Insert name here. Um, Firefly Silly? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And, um, you know, I was, it was really nice. I was able to grab the book that we needed for uh, going over to the Gripley Village. And I don't know, it's just, it's been really amazing to actually use the knowledge that I've learned and the magic that, that I, I store away and my book will come, um, or the, the astral, the little projection of my book will come like flying above me and just using, yeah. Um, my abilities has been really great. And so I just, I'm sorry, I'm a little starstruck. Um, what does your family think of you joining a group of adventurers? Well, they don't know yet. Um, well, you tell them. Eventually, um, they they were a little they were a little um, reluctant to have me go away. Um, mostly, they wanted me to to stay with them and uh, keep the keep the forest. But you know, I, I I felt a calling and I wanted to learn about magic and just really expand my knowledge and. Mom was really nice about it, and she let me go. Um, Dad was a little, had some words. Um, so I don't know how they'd feel about me going out and, oh, killing things. Maybe I won't tell them. 
you're an adult, right? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm I'm 23, so I've still got another 460 years or so. Oh, just a little time. Yeah. <laughs> Darling, I want you to know that you should always do what your heart desires. Be damned anybody else in your life. I've had to, you know, leave behind a few fair few people here and there, but in the end, I've been in control of my own destiny, and I want that for you. I think I want that for <laughs> me, too. I do need you to know, though, that I am expecting you to lay down your life for our gentleman. Oh, of course. I mean, Hopefully we'll come to that. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it, it was a little touch and go there with the Yuan. He, um, they threatened the babies. I don't know if you heard about that, but that was, that was really rough. Um, but absolutely, I mean, if I'm going out adventuring, then, you know, I'm, I'm giving it my all. Excellent. I will continue to give it my all as well. I'll have your back, of course. And I'll, I'll have your back. That's a pretty good view, so I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Can I do something with that crackling all over the scene? I guess. <laughs> and from the other side of the door, you hear Bella. Now, is this enough time for me to bring in the breakfast dramatically? Oh, yes, I think this is a good time. <laughs> so, me, Kirill, and Bo all walk in with <laughs> trays of breakfast, oh. with you still in your nightgown. <laughs> and like, Kirill, the table, there, there, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just want to say congratulations on completing your first adventure. All of us remember our first. It was a very exciting time. So. And don't worry. Me and Bo will actually be the ones in front. You don't have to be in front. Let's just show. Plant-based. Plant-based <laughs> breakfast. Thank you. Mm, those are fake eggs. Oh. I used a, a mushroom. I love mushrooms. That's why they're a little brown. <laughs> That's the only reason why they're brown. <laughs> Uh, Paige couldn't join us. He's in the middle of caper season, so. <laughs> it's very nice to steal books. Oh, but not from. Yeah, no, from... yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Not till like, That's right. <laughs> not till I take them. He just tries to get them. And then... But it's a library. You borrow books. Yeah, but his name is Paige Thievery. It doesn't make any sense if he's Paige Barley. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, he hasn't been successful so far, if that's any help. If it makes you feel any better, he's probably outside your window right now trying to listen in for secrets. As I look out the window, he's going to check. It's kind of comical. His really only achievement so far is adding books to the library. Mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, we, uh, now I wanted to welcome him to the team, have some girl time first, and then have us come in dramatically with breakfast. But I wasn't sure what the cue was. You were kind of unclear about that. No. He did wonderfully. Mm. I'm going to drape the sheet around myself, even though I'm completely covered, like high neck, long sleeves, <laughs> everything. And like, I would assume, or I'm going to think that there's a, a screen, like in the corner. I'm going to go like... I mean, Benlin's in his, like, uh, his undershirt that he always wears, right. and his, like, pants with his apron. So if he's not in armor, he's wearing his undershirt, so you can see the herbs growing off his shoulders. Kira's fully dressed. <laughs> Bo doesn't wear anything. So he's good to go. So you're not Donald ducking it. You're no. not making. Okay. Well, he's full. Just, just full. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. 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 No. Cool. Yeah. He's both fully clothed and not clothed at all. Yeah. Right. Good deal. <laughs> Saves a ton on wardrobe budget. Okay. And armor. Yeah. Looks amazing. Okay. 
Well, um, give me just a minute. And I'll go behind the screen and hastily get, like, it knocks and, like, moves and... Goodish. Well, darling, she's still getting used to us. And wait till she's in the middle of a swamp where we only have to share one pet. What? That was such a nice night. <laughs> I'm just saying on the road, sometimes you don't have screens. Yes, but we also right. generally get undressed. We also all know we can look away. <laughs> I mean, she's going to be traveling with Naya. I mean, it's better to set a precedent. <laughs> and so she, uh, Cindy comes out and she's got her um, vestments on and her robes and uh, the book is still kind of just floating. You're forgetting there. that you're actually studying to be in a vow. Well, that, that's the goal. But I mean, I don't know. Now that I'm working with you guys and doing these fun things, maybe life's changing a little bit. I wouldn't leave the courses yet. Right. Not as a, not as a, I don't know if you'll fit in with a group or something. More so as in a, that could grant us access to some things that might be useful. Oh, but isn't she not supposed to leave the library in that case? Well, we don't so talk to anybody do. about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had it avowed with me before. I'm sure we can figure something out. Anyway. Um, Just don't quit till they make you. (laughs) I like that. Don't quit till they make you. Always have a fallback. That's why I learned to cook. Technically, I was cooking before I was adventuring. Up in the distance, you hear a crash and a tumble. (laughs) Oh, there's attempt one. (laughs) Should we go see what happened with the crash and the tumble? He'll tell us about it later. And off to the side, I'll say, write this down. Don't quit till they make you. <laughs> always have a fallback and you see the pen. But <laughs> not that kind of fall. Figurative, not literal. <laughs> Got it. Now fade to black, I guess. <laughs> fade to black. Um, it's going to be later in that day. Uh, Zindi, after having an abrupt, eventful morning... You're just taking some time to hang out by yourself in the library and get mm-hmm. some studies in. Yeah. Um, okay. What are you, what are you looking for? What books or what, what book are you reading? What's uh, what's Zindi up to in the library? Um. So I've probably pulled a couple of books about uh, more general encyclopedic knowledge of different creatures mm-hmm. that I feel like might be. Um, that we I might come across in the future. So, you know, definitely something that had the Yuan-Ti in there so I can learn more about them, but, um, you know, just general general knowledge of other, other creatures and, and fiends and monsters. So, um, and then ha- longhand mm-hmm. taking notes. Okay. So just Are kind you... of like a smattering of different books around me um, in a corner of the library with some books out on a table as I'm, as I'm looking around. Maybe some books on offensive spells? Nope. <laughs> um, Sticking your guns, I like it. And again, this is the great library in a city that is built on just gaining books and gaining mm-hmm. books. So storage is limited. While you are at a desk or a table all to yourself, the bookshelves don't end. Um, you're bent over the table as you're sitting and longhand taking your perfect notes 
when all of a sudden you see a glow and it shines blue. <laughs> you look up to find a ghost. <laughs> just kind of descending down in front of the table. Have I seen a ghost before in the library? In the library, no. Okay. Um. What? What am I seeing? That's what I'm grabbing. Oh, shit. You see this ghost come down, and she has her hand over her chest, and she reaches out, then remembering she's a ghost, pulls back, and she goes to speak, and she... And you can tell she's full of anguish. She reaches to the top level of the bookshelf, and an indiscrepit just book in the shelf seems to, with force, come down onto the table. What do you do? Is the ghost still there? Mm-hmm. The ghost is trying to figure out what to do as it's pulled the book down and it's trying to catch itself. I'll look over and I'll try and read the title. There is no title. Hmm. In fact, I actually have the book I can show you. Is this a book? Well, working where I work, I will have encountered many. Does this seem familiar? Does it seem familiar to me at all? Have I seen it at all? It does not. It... And I'll... I'll look at it. There's no title. I'll look back at the ghost. The ghost, after you're noticing you go for the book, gestures to it again. Uh, the lock on the side swings open. <laughs> I'll, I'll take my quill, mm-hmm. turn it to the nib forward so it's got the pointy part out. Do you, do you want me to look at this? Intro. Intro. Judas. And I'll go and reach the nib of the pen and try and lift just the cover very gently open. As you lift the cover open, The front page is lined, and it is just awful scribbles. As you look closer, you realize it's the alphabet in common. What kind of book is this? (laughs) This isn't a primer. This is... oh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, did, did something happen with this book? Did, did the book hurt you? She 
the ghost kind of uh, flutters down to be more eye level with you, and it opens its mouth, and you can see that there is no tongue. It is just she and gestures to the book again. Okay. I'll set the quill down and I'll pick it up. Uh, it's it's a normal book. Nothing. It's not doing anything. It's okay. Just... And I will thumb through the pages, not opening it to a specific one, just to kind of get a sense of the interior. Yeah. Okay. It's uh it's all lined paper. Okay. Uh, the first few pages is uh the alphabet more and more the lines becoming straighter um, as you flip through it becoming less wavery and confused uh, after that it seems to be you can make out words is this your journal it flutters up and comes back down I'll look at the first few pages to see if there's a name or some kind of mark of ownership anywhere on it. After the first few pages, the first word that's written, word word, is Sarah. Sarah. Mm. Sarah? Mm-hmm. As you what? keep reading, it's Sarah very weirdly it was s-a-r-h and then after that it's s-a-r with a different looking weird h and it seems like it was crossed out Mm -hmm. and then s-a-r-a-h and then that just gets better as the line goes down the page uh after that in the next few pages you can make out that she was practicing yellow yellow crest and then the last the next page after yellow crest Across the top, Sarah of Yellowcrest Manor. Is that where you're from? Yellowcrest Manor? Mm-hmm. What happened to you? She... Oh, and seems to look around and make sure that you guys are alone. And she... Oops. She disappears. I close the book. And I also look around to see if there's anybody around. Nope. No one in your area. I mean, there's people in the library. I quickly tuck it into my little bag on the side, my messenger bag. And I run to the heart. <laughs> it's that easy, guy. Well, yeah, if you're going in on trust to study, but I mean, it's literally all he had to do was become an acolyte. <laughs> That's not who he is. What's the challenge in there? Exactly. All right, so yeah, so I run over to the heart where she finds, I'm assuming, the party. Uh, ben Lynn is cranking out crab cakes for this dinner that they needed him to have shellfish for. <laughs> uh, Carol is composing what is the intro song to the Candlekeep podcast as he plucks away at strings trying to get what sounds right. I'm there listening, offering advice that's not helpful. <laughs> have you tried playing it better? <laughs> 
Close helping Try. crack shellfish open. Nice. Smacks it against yeah. the shell. He lays him out. He takes a table, dumps it on the table, and then just like falls right into it. And then gets back up and then just. Like and then he rides up. They're good. Just reaches out and like grabs them with little branchy hands. Um, <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> Oh, it's rolling. The table does not break. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I'm a little disappointed. You hear from the kitchen. I said to use the hammer! Uh, I am the hammer. I'm sorry. Okay! Sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. You're good. I hands you the shit. Sometimes you're the crab. <laughs> I hold this, the hammer and then pop the hammer. <laughs> use the hammer this time! <laughs> All right, so um, Zindi, how's the table? Table's good. Um, Zindi kind of walks in, and you see that she's looking fairly nervous. And she's, like, looking around. How many other people are in the hearth right now? Just you guys? I'm assuming it's later afternoon, so not dinner rush time. Okay. Uh, I see her concern, and I turn to my two jack-aware kitchen people. It's like, clear it out, clear it out. And they go in and like, sorry, we're closing. Sorry, we're closing. <laughs> After a couple minutes, a couple of the disgruntled avowed that just kind of know the damn it happens it's at the heart. Yeah. Exactly. I bring out a plate of. the only I bring out a plate of imperfect crab cakes, the ones I would not serve at a function. Uh, and I'm picking parsley from my shoulders and sprinkling it over, and I put it in the table. All right, what is it? Are you attacked by something? I'm waiting for us to get to merits for closing the hearth at random. All <laughs> the lead avowed comes in. Like, you are out. <laughs> Why don't you speak to the street? I think my food is so good that they just... We're going to reinstate the cafeteria. <laughs> Buffet the cafeteria? only. <laughs> Bo gets like a laser look in his eye. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry. You look like you've seen a ghost. I was waiting for you. <laughs> I did, and her name is Sarah. What? Sarah, is Sarah a problem? Yes. Well, hang on. What's no. the what's the ghost? The name of the dragon in the basement? That's a ghost. Oh, it's some big ass name. Yeah, it's not. No, no. So I say her name, like so and so, the silver dragon in the basement. No, no, this one looks oh, that's much a more human-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragons do polymorph. Mm-hmm. There you go. It could have been the dragon. I'm not sure if that ability just extends to the I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Honey, you lost to kick around down there. She's got her mission. Well, I was, I was studying and trying to learn more about some of the things that we might come across, and a ghost came across me, and it gave me a book. And I mean, I keep bringing books to what anyway, and so I'll bring the book out and I'll, I'll move the tray of crab cakes. Uh, ben Lynn's eyes light up and like, so you've read it and studied it? As you lay it down, Sarah manifests again at the end of the table. Turn up dance. <laughs> <laughs> No. 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 It hasn't done anything. That's Sarah. Sarah looks at you mournfully. 
Oh. <laughs> okay, it's just cleric. This, undead. It's a thing. This, it, <laughs> is ghost and undead the same thing? Anyway, this, I think it's her journal, and I'll open up to the first few pages and kind of just start demonstrating. Looks like a children's workbook. How old does the ghost appear? Um, a young adult. Um, the scribbles on the first few pages are definitely like the work of a preschooler, but the ghost is um, visibly human, early 20s, maybe very late teens. Well, Zindi, if she's dead, why don't you skip to the end? Maybe that's where it says what killed her. Sarah, what do you think of that idea? Should we skip to the end, or do you think there's something before that that you'd like us to see? She doesn't have its tongue. She opens her mouth, and you guys see, like, a piece of a tongue that was snipped and cut and mangled. Oh, true. Oh, dear. Uh, okay, Sarah, love, um, thank you so much for bringing this to us. We greatly appreciate you entrusting Zindi here with your message. Uh, if you're not a against it perhaps a method of communication we can agree upon um give us a she enthusiastically nods and then um bow would you like to make a constitution saving throw would i ever do you resist it i start kind of leafing through the book seeing that's a no like, oh, it doesn't look like she got very far. This is all she learned to write. Literacy is very difficult. And I, can't, I can't see what good it would do someone to just know how to write their own name. Oh, well, fantastic. Secrets. Great. You're compelled to say. As Bo. Oh, um. In my voice, or is this like a different In voice your voice. voice. I was learning to read and write. Oh, I was going to say nod one, yes, shake your head from no, but this is this is much more convenient. Oh, is Sarah in your mind, though? Uh, yeah, sure, I guess, yeah. Um, this is a lot like more effective it. than how we would. Lady Maria taught me. Oh, that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was this Lady Maria? I'm going to punch the book. <laughs> and okay. if he's going for it, then I'm going to try and protect it. Uh -oh. um, go ahead and roll a melee attack. Because I don't like my autonomy being taken away, so... Um... Oh, no. Uh, 14. Okay. You punch the book, and it slides a little. Um, make me another con save. Hang oh, on, hang on, hang Sarah, on. Sarah, before you do anything else, dear, honestly, any other one of us. But, but I summon a raven, which are capable of language. Does that work if she's a ghost? Well, I mean, if she's possessing him, she could possess the raven just the same. Okay. As, as a DM, I didn't know if that would... Yeah, ravens can... It, so Raymond's Ravens understand one language, so they're able to actually like repeat. So if she puts a thing into its brain, it can say Okay. It. It'll just come out in a Raven voice. You just have to do a Raven voice. <laughs> as soon as the Raven appears, Bo, uh, the compelling feeling to talk goes. 
and maybe do a parrot instead. And um, we the were raven. just on a piratey adventure. It's a parrot. It's a parrot. Uh, the parrot squawks and goes, "Oh, uh-huh. I'm sorry." Oh. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, uh, parrot good is here for you. There's no way that you could have known. I I know little until Lady Maria taught me. That is incredibly interesting, and as incredibly interesting as that is, um, would you mind letting us know why you've contacted Cindy? Do we look Cindy? at the bird, or do we look at Sarah? I'm still looking at Sarah's. <laughs> it's like the, the bird is like a Bluetooth speaker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staring dyers at Sarah. Um, and I will, while you're speaking, I'm going to open the book up to where you wrote your full name and mm-hmm. the title of she, well, the parrot as the Bluetooth speaker says, I serve Yellow Crest Manor. She, she wrote that in where here. Is, and where is Yellow Crest Manor? Um, Naya, being a traveler, you may have heard of the Yellow Crests. They own a few businesses down in Waterdeep. Okay. Um, some tailors, some cobblers, and, um, just some businesses of the fashion sense. Uh, they own a few of those shops down in Waterdeep. So they're a major trade family. They're a trade family, yeah. Oh, are you referring to the Yellowcrest trade family? Are you a Yellowcrest yourself, or you're just their servant? Uh, she shakes her head, and the parrot says, Simple servant. Darling, do they mistreat you? No, gave great life. But your uh, tongue, what happened to your tongue? That's when you see her kind of being solemn before, kind of sink back into herself. The ghost kind of shrinks down a little, and she says, Lord Vialis murdered everyone. I do I recognize that name? Um, having addressing, addressing him as Lord would indicate that's the man yeah. of the house, yeah. That's uh, Vialis Yellowcrest. Dreadful scoundrel, why did you do that? Could we make a history check to see if we heard about this? Yeah, you can go ahead. Girl? Uh, girl or Naya. Nine. Let's see, I was thinking maybe hero would know it because it's dreadful gossip, mm-hmm. but <laughs> not with a nine, I, I would doubt. Can... Can I also do, uh, let's see, would it be history? Yeah, the eight character should do the history check, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also thinking, I'm like, okay, did it come up in any of the books that I read about the prominent families? Anything like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. Fourteen? <laughs> Better than mine. Um, yeah, there was a story of, um, there was a story of a lord down in Waterdeep um, being away on a business trip and returning home to find his Family, his wife, kids, and servants all were brutally murdered. Um, but the story is that he was not there when it happened. Correct. The, he is telling us that he did it. The, How long ago was... Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Yes, the story is that... The story that you would have heard, and like the avowed would have would know about it, um, is that a lord was away on business and returned home to find his family murdered. How long ago was it? Five years. Hmm. 
I was living in Waterdeep five years ago. Do you know where Lord Vialis is now? Oh, you, Cindy, did you hear about where he went? Did I hear about? Was there any indication of what he did afterward? Um, the story, not the story, but it's just, it's understood that he, stricken with grief and mournfulness, sold off the mansion, um, and almost exiled himself to a small village outside of Waterdeep. Just bought a little bit of property there and lived out his days by himself. I remember or is living out his days. He he left in kind of a self-imposed exile. Couldn't deal with the loss. But Sarah here is telling us that he committed the crime. I just how does one lord with his foppish upbringing kill an entire house with people? Insight check. And why? Who are you inciting? Sarah. Sarah, go ahead. Can I assist you? Sure. Like, we'll talk it out, you know, or like have, we'll do that thing that good friends do where we like put faces at each other. Uh, that's a 17. 17? Um, there's no way that a, there's really no way that a ghost would have her tongue cut out and be in this much sorrow and pain on a lie. Okay. Hmm. So you want us to bring Vialis to justice? She kind of steadies herself, and the parrot says, We're trapped here. Please release us. Our bodies were never recovered. Oh. That is another matter. So we need to go to the manor, then. We have to find them. Their bodies. I honestly think that, well, I mean, once we put the ghost to rest, we need to deal with the Lord himself, but... Absolutely, you can't get away with that. I mean, it's basically how to get away with murder at that point. But should we not just... Contact the authorities? I mean, we have a witness. <laughs> I'm not against the plan. I just wonder when are we meddling and when are we standing in the way of the proper chance. Sarah, would you show yourself to Waterdeep authorities if we were to present you? Um, she kind of looks away and the parrot walks over to the book and starts with its beak flipping and it gets mm-hmm. too far to where there's no, no writing on a page, so it very carefully turns it page by page, trying to find Sarah kind of looks over mm-hmm. it. I'll help. I'll start just flipping pages and wait till it's, I get a signal for what uh, she's looking for. Getting past the last couple pages of blank, you find... The page, the last page with writing, has a full paragraph. It is dated for just over five years beforehand, before today's date. And as you read the paragraph, it says, and it's about three quarters of the way into the book. There's only about a quarter of the book. There's blank pages at this point. It says, I stole close to Lord Vialis today and saw that he had chalked a circle marked with strange runes across the floor of his study. 
A puddle spread within the circle appeared to me and appeared to me as bubbling blood. Lord Vialis stood next to it motionless, one of his vile books in hand, and muttered something I could not hear. I slipped away quickly, though I fear he might have heard me. I have never been so scared, but I must tell Lady Maria what I have seen. I must. And there's a couple exclamation points after must. And this is the same handwriting. Cleaner. But yeah. Alright, so if she's dabbling in the dark arts, that does make it more our problem than theirs. Um, the parrot flips to the page before that, and there's a crude drawing inside a circle that has, like, monster on it. Hmm. Um, and then around the circle, it's like she sketched a rectangle around that. Having just not, okay, one, not knowing that we were going to be dealing with different monsters, but I was literally just researching <laughs> different kinds of monsters. Is this image um, something that I've seen, recognizable to me? Do I know what this image is? Um, the project? The, yeah, as, as you look at it more, it shows a monstrous creature with a bulbous head, long arms, Tentacles for legs and multifaceted eyes. Um, Dear God! You can absolutely make an Arcana check. Oh, between the yellow crest of the castle enters, Waterdeep's not having a great season. Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, there's a reason I laughed. I hope that thing ate him. To your dismay. You recognize the circle as part of a ritual casting of the contact other plane spell. <laughs> this is bad. This is this is a way to contact other planes. This is oh. What what do you get on the roll? I got a nineteen. A nineteen. You know that that's from the outer plane. That's the first one. It's my person of the medium plane. So it's not even fiendish, it's... But what could he want with that thing? Power. Oh, men and their power. Is there writing? No, there's just the crude sketch of something. This, I'll look to um, Sarah. This is what he drew? She spins around and pretends to be holding a book. And has another hand in the air, and then she kind of points over to the hand that would be holding a book. That's what he was reading and trying to do. Uh, uh, and then she opens her mouth again. Oh. Well, whatever it is, it needs to be put down. Agreed. I'm sorry, was he successful then? Uh, in the... This time the parrot actually starts to groan, and you can hear fear in the parrot, too. All right. Oh, darling, nothing can hurt you now. <gasps> Just got back. I mean, yeah, well, we gotta take care of this. Duty calls from duty calls. You gonna be able to sneak away again so soon? 
I'll find a way. Perhaps I can request a trip to Waterdeep and and vowed would be helpful. I mean, there's plenty of scouting to do there. Jackalwares can hold up shop. They've been doing it before, so. I'll reach out and see I mean, what I can do. Okay. Daya, you want to work your charms on the cavern master? Tavern master? <laughs> Caravan master. Oh, everything's perfect. I want to check with the avowed to see if they can tell us any about, anything about who brought this book in. So while everybody gets ready, I just, I'm going to stop by and see if they have any records on that. And I'll reach out to my supervisor uh, and request a, uh, basically a, a scouting trip to Waterdeep and let them know that I would like to have Zindi as an avowed in training um, there to be able to identify rare books. Well, because we are going after a bad book. Yeah. Um, how are you... Is it an in-person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like I, yeah. I have to deal with that person on a regular basis, so... That's supervisor. Yeah. yeah. You need to come up with your supervisor now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there's probably several supervisors that send me out on things, but I'll just go up to... It could be, like, one of the readers. Mr. Janssen. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Real. I am for eels. Yeah. Meant to make your daughter cry. I am just for fish and not a guy. That's the best thing. Sorry. That's the best one. I can't even be mad at that. Um, Ooh, it's smart of Cheryl to go to them because they might pay us. What does your boss's office look like? <laughs> um. I, the way that I envision the way that I work within Candlekeep, and I will leave it up to the DMs to decide if this is appropriate or not, is that there is some random higher up avowed that at some point in my past, I like crossed pathways and kind of made friends. Um, and I sort of became a little bit of an errand boy for them until it proved useful and then you know, got used for some more significant things over time. But it's mostly like, we know about this book, you go find it. So like, we know it's in this location, go see if you can get back to it. Or, or if you can't get it, bring us information so somebody else can. So that's my idea of the relationship that Kirill has within Candlekeep, how he works when he's not with the group. Um, so this office, I, for whatever reason, immediately met, like, imagined a lot of plush red velvet. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a, I, I, they're a rare, they're like a rare books procurer. Mm -hmm. So I, I imagine like a bunch of evil books that are like being restrained by chains and stuff. Exactly. I think you know, like in like in po with like wood dark wood podiums that have kind of enchantments that make them slightly glow with glass cases at the top yeah, that are actually yeah. like inscribed to keep the books there's, within. There's a couple um, evil books that they're still working on that are like trying to like do stuff, and as he walks up to the door, slaps it with his cane. <laughs> And like, uh, yeah, that's and then lots of big windows that like look out on the water oh, yeah. from there. Good, yeah, good light. natural so, light. That's plush reds, pinks, purples, blues, and things, and then oh, yeah. yeah, scary books, comfortable environment, big windows. <laughs> that works perfectly for me. Um, in my head canon, it's that 
uh, the top of Val that run the place have so much to look after and so much to take care of that, like, the whispers of some book or, like, that needs investigating, they're like, oh, can you, can, what's his name? Yeah. Can you have him go do that? Thing? Thank you. And they go back to their business. So it's, like, not a big deal, no matter how much you guys might think it is or is not. Or Paige is like, oh, my God, are you guys going to get in trouble? It's really not an issue. I figure my person is, like, very middle management. Like... <laughs> I'm just trying to get tenure, but it's just whatever you need. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't blow anything up. Yeah. <laughs> if something blows up, deal with it. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. 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 Just bring me the good news. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. If Don't... you blow up a school, you are not associated with the candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You guys have permission. It's something that's going to need to be taken care of because it was found at I just have to say, I think that your judgment is phenomenal and I really appreciate you giving us this opportunity and this chance. I think that, honestly, Zindi's got phenomenal potential here. And this is just saying, as an outsider, I know that I don't fully understand the inner workings of the world, but she's quite brilliant. She does. She is brilliant. She's, uh, she needs a little dirt rubbed in her. She needs some scars first, then she needs a little dirt in them to be fully rounded out. But there's a world outside of books, and I want her to learn that as well. I need you to go get her scar. <laughs> go scar her up. I mean, well, last adventure we tried. <laughs> well, we'll be going into high society of Candlekeep, and God knows that leaves some scars. So uh, oh. we'll be sure to... Oh, I'm sure that Zindi will be happy to tell you of all of her exciting adventures when we return carol you didn't mention water deep i know it's please bring enough water it tells me not to drink the water in water deep Ugh. naya knows sure benlin knows maybe tell bo too i are their names, maybe right? bo's first time in water deep we'll find out that's their names right i'm keeping track yes you're keeping track I i'm honestly very impressed yes um when you remember my name it's a great day What's the other one? I, I saw him climbing past my window. Oh, uh, that is Richard. Oh. <laughs> we call him Dick. Hey, let me call my middle name. <laughs> uh, you mean uh, the the one that, that, that polymorphs into a cat? Is that Richard? I don't know if that's a if that's abhorrent or genius. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we... Uh, I, I, there's the lovely, I mean, he doesn't really travel with us, but there is the lovely, um, what's the word for the cat people? There's a lovely tabaxi fellow that works into, uh, the, that works in the hearth, but I would doubt you would see him by your window, I mean. Okay. It just raised a few questions, you know, oh. I have to have answers for even my boss. Of course, of course. Well, no, no, I mean, Paige would never have anything like that on his plate okay you have your hand in everything i i oh just need to um trying to help page out <laughs> so who all are you taking on this expedition it'll be naya uh benlin zindi and mm -hmm. Bo and myself so naya won't be in the spa tonight no but uh, but I'm, I, I'm sure we can talk to her about accommodations. Noted, uh, and approved. 
He'll flirt. <laughs> I mean, we could leave tomorrow. <laughs> as you we... wish, as you must. I have much to attend to. We look forward to returning with hopefully a rare and terrible book. I'll tap one of the cases as we walk out. The book cases. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Let's make his last name Jensen. Random generator. Timbers. Say it's Matthias Jensen. Matthias. Matthias, always lovely to see you. I appreciate your time and your busy man. Girl, you've done me great, great work. Don't let that go to your head. Don't tell anybody I said it. I never. So to imagine one book hisses. Don't bring it up. The other book starts screaming and like growling. It's like, oh, look what you've done. (laughs) Stop the book. Flash. (laughs) Flash. It's just can around and everybody. I, I don't know, was Indy there with me? Because I feel like I was referring to her as if she was. Oh, I took it as she was not. Because oh, okay, cool. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never said anything. All right. Great. We were all good. I'll leave you to your business. <laughs> all right. Any other matters? When are we leaving? I just wanted to check on the book's history. What records are there about who brought it in? The unnamed book, specifically. The journal? Mm-hmm. The book is a journal. Um, it was given by a water Davian apprentice mage named Siroc. And is Siroc, when was this book given here? Is Siroc still here? It was pretty close to five years ago. Oh, okay. All right, thank you, darling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, because it's Naya asking... So a little bit younger and avowed, and he was very happy to talk to Naya. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were told that he bought the book at a street sale, uh, part of a collection once owned by the Yellowcrest family. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, <laughs> your job is always very essential. Love that color on you. Bye, darling. <laughs> as you go away, he tries to... Uh, the As Sirach brought the... Uh, what? I look back for saying that. <laughs> okay. He, uh then tells you that uh, he presented the book as payment for entry into Candlekeep. He told the Avowed about a grim story that he was told as he was buying it, that uh, the story is the patriarch of the family killed his three children and his four servants. Um, But it was later determined that that was not the case and the case is unsolved because he was away on business. But that solves its lore. Hmm. Some people this, think that was Sirach selling the book. This lord was whatever the F is terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> this lord seems like such a terrible human being. <laughs> As the young about working the counter is like. <laughs> I love it. Well, your help has been invaluable. I'll make sure to. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> As he flushes <laughs> and then drops something. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Packed up. Anybody else need anything? Nope. Got my armor on. My heart is back open. My minions working it. Third goods in charge, obviously. Yeah. Flip the floppies. Gotcha. Flip the floppies. The soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
But if you put out this ginormous pair of swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. You guys are all wizard. Naya, do you want to tell Kira oh, what you yeah. told us? Oh, oh yes. Well, so the book was given by this Sirak fellow five years ago, right after it happened. Um, he got it in Waterdeep, a street sale. Apparently he knew at that time that the that the, the lord was the actual killer but then they changed their mind and now this the case is unsolved and he's still at large of course rich men never pay do they so if we can get a lead on Sirach, that's not a bad decision yes if we can i mean he was here five years ago so he's certainly not here now but well it seems like he bought it in a state sale after the crime happened mm-hmm. so he might not have been involved Yes, who knows how much he really knew. It makes more sense to go straight for Lord C. Alice. C. Bye, Alice. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of that, uh, Naya, Matthias um, was interested in seeing you today. Um, if you have um, some similar accommodations you could leave for him, he was kind enough to grant us Indy. Oh, yes, I think I could talk to Lear. He has the strangest kink. <laughs> She'll get such a kick out of it. And I walk away to talk. <laughs> you know, it would be hilarious if you if you somehow befriended a changeling who could just become me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have anybody else pretending to be me. That might, you know, my Too reputation many secrets. is However, <laughs> a changeling would be convenient. You can change whatever sex you are. Her hair is so big, it's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And Zendi comes in with her pack full of different books. Just like of all the things that I think we might need. Why are we I'm not. Like... And so. In Waterdeep, we need to talk about another bag of holding. Yes, that would actually be pretty simple. Um, Zindi, uh... So this one's about spirits, uh, and then Zindi, this one is Zindi, about... Zindi, you can't carry that many books. Water deep. Because me or Bo are going to end up carrying it halfway there. How about pick three? I grab the bag and just carry it. Such a gentleman. She's Thank also giant and very capable of carrying them. I know. Them. What is your head score? very much. It's uh-huh. zero. Ten. Better than nine. <laughs> <laughs> she's tall and lithe. How's that? There you go. I mean, she's still, for a wizard, she's pretty stacked. <laughs> My strength is an eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> all of this is for show. <laughs> Glamour muscles. Yes. It's all just prestidigitation cast continually. <laughs> Amazing. Um,. I don't actually know how far Waterdeep is from Candlekeep. It's about a day and a half. Day and a half. Okay. And how are we traveling? Really? Yeah. Because Ultramel's four days away. I don't know. I just remember we're taking a boat. It takes like a day and a half, I thought. But if we take a boat, then I can definitely no longer than a day. Candlekeep, like, isn't Waterdeep in the south? Well, Waterdeep is north of Candlekeep, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I mean, does it doesn't matter. No. Okay. Um, I will say, on the first day that you guys set out, rather uneventful. The sky is clear. 
seemingly no clouds, and it's just a peaceful day. Uh, you guys are making your way down when an odd shadow seems to be drifting over the party. Wait, are we on a boat, or...? We're, made, we're well, heading towards the dock? It's at least three or four days away. Because if that's Kano keeps out, it's real. I mean, we've traveled almost every other adventure on land True. with horses, except for the Gripley Village one. So by doing boats, that'll probably save us a lot of time. That's why we're asking. Like, is it a shadow? Are we on a boat, or are we walking? I was leaving that up to you guys. Well, yeah, what way would we choose to travel? A that boat's much faster. Yeah. 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 Okay. If we're going to Waterdeep specifically. Yeah. Can't we talk to Captain... Like he'd probably still be in port if we're leaving like the next day. I mean, he's a few days later. I yeah. I mean, I guess we could say he's a transport vessel, so I don't know that he transports passengers, but he did before. He owes us one. Yeah, and for Benlin now being back in his good graces after the little tension they had, um, if you were to ask, he'd he'd offer. He can go pick stuff up in Waterdeep. Excellent. Always good to see you again, gents. I'm not going to try to do the boys' culture gigs. I don't remember what it was. That was Helena. No, that's right. It was Helena. <laughs> it, it, it was Helena doing a half orc yeah. voice. Well, I guess I can make room. <laughs> yeah, uh, he sets out in the morning. Uh, he wasn't going to leave at, you know, 5, 6, 7 p.m. <laughs> Well, so I guess I did have time for Jansen. Yeah, you know how Matthias is. <laughs> I heard some. I brought Liron in on it anyway. You know, it's always good to teach. And it fit that king so well. <laughs> well, too well. Uh, so you meet Jensen in the morning. Jensen? I spend the evening Jans, putting... the captain Jans. But I spend the evening putting Zindi through combat trials. Oh wow! <laughs> Would it not be more useful to have her read some of those books? No, she needs to learn how to get out of the way of a dragon's claws. Firebolt. All right, I'm going to read some of the books that Bindi brought to try and help out. You cast Firebolt at Bindi and Shield is like, all right, now I'm right next to you. Now what do you do? <laughs> Mage armor. <laughs> <laughs> And then shocking grasp to your belly. <laughs> <laughs> and as she shocking grasps, I have learned a new spell. So I will walk up and dimension door us outside of the hearth. Ooh. And that's another way to get out of things. Close the door. <laughs> I know that one too. So helpful. Now you guys can get us Bamp all of us now, right? Because we're at 7th level. So. Well... We could each carry one person. Oh, it's only one. Okay. It's okay. I mean, Bo can't be hit for shit, so we'll leave him behind. He's <laughs> quick enough. There I can you just go. turn into a, a rat. Just on a sailing ship, it would take 13 days, by the way. <laughs> 13 on, days? On it would take us about a month. Ugh. Oh. I'm going to have to burn it. There was. I mean, I think the Avernus book is wrong. With the belly of heart. It's I'm not going to try to sing that in Jan's voice. Um, he, the next morning, uh, is curious why Benlin's stomach seems a little singed, but 
I'm wearing my armor, so you wouldn't see it. He somehow knows. Shocking grass. Maybe, maybe I'm already on the boat when everybody else shows up. He <laughs> <laughs> recognized it. It's <laughs> it's fine. Um, first few days of sailing, nothing eventful happens. Uh, Jans gets a little annoying trying to tell you about all his stories. Really, he just kind of sails the coast and does trading. After an hour, it's you can tell it's all the same story. Um, on day three, I I will humor him and pretend that this is absolutely amazing, and I want to write a ballad about it. Uh, the more interesting you like show, the stories, the more interest you show, the more outlandish they start to become. Which is when I actually start writing the ballad because this is too good. <laughs> um, once there's pen being to paper, you start hearing about monsters you've never even heard of. This is going to be an amazing parody. <laughs> um, on that third day, there seems to be a shadow just over the party. The boat doesn't feel as bright and lively as it did the first couple days. If we look out to the horizon, is there like a break? In the shadow, or is it like everywhere? Is it like just on top of us, or can we see where it ends? Or is it an emotional shadow? It's there's a break to it. It as you look out, if the second you start to try to see the ocean, it seems as as normal. The horizon is light. The sun is out. Well, I guess we look up. Um, I will. Uh, can I roll Arcana? Mm-hmm. To see if there's some sort of like effect. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, can I tell Zindi about it? <laughs> and, uh, there and, it is. And help Zindi to roll Arcana. Yeah. What do you describe? To give her advantage. Well, I guess you're telling Zindi to look. <laughs> yeah, like there's. Okay, this is very strange. The amount of shadow that we're having right now. It doesn't seem like it's a natural occurrence. I just thought it was. Anyway, yeah. Huh. What is that? Okay. What do you think? And then with advantage because I'm helping you? Yeah. So, okay. Arcana? Mm-hmm. Nice. Jeebus. 26? 26? Yes. There's no... You've never read about a spell that'll do this. It's not damning. The waves aren't being affected by anything. Jans doesn't seem to care. It's... Nothing really what do I know about weather? Is it just weather? Oh, um, Bo, where are my books? I'm sure I brought one about maritime sailing. <laughs> Jens, you haven't seen this, have you? Wait, um, it's in one of the cabins. Um... <laughs> I just can't remember where he put it, so he's going to go find it. I did not prepare locate object. Jan's just... I don't, I don't even question it anymore. That, that actually should. It's alright. So if we look up, do we see anything? Or is it just nothing blocking the sun? Or anything? Nothing blocking the sun. It just... I mean, we live in Arizona. To anyone who's not watching, kind of... You know how you, like, look and you're in a shadow and you step out of it? There's no nothing in the sky that would... 
explain that. And it's round in shape? Yeah, it shape. seems to just be a cloud over, mm. over your head. Without there being a cloud, really. Um, I don't know what to roll to identify that. <laughs> as I'll, yeah. I'll start performing, like, doing, like, lively sea shanties to try and raise spirits and whatnot. And... Okay. I would like to jump into the ocean, turn into a shark, and kind of swim out past the shadow, and then look back. Man, oh, never mind. Make such a handsome shark. <laughs> um, make me an acrobatics check for jumping over as you're changing into a shark. <laughs> Well, like uh, can that be an athletics check, as athletics is used for jumping, by chance? No? I want acrobatics, because you're jumping over the ship from and down and into the water. You should time it properly as well. Not 20, so 20. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carol, Bo, and Naya, that might have been the nimblest thing Benlin's done in a while. Oh. Maybe I do a turn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, uh, I don't know what the word present as you're a shark, and your fin go <laughs> as you spin, gills flash, oh. land in the water. I bow down next to Carol as I drop your bag of books next to you. Um... Wow, oh. gold next time he tries to jump, he hits something. Cindy, <laughs> is he showing off at you? I'll take that. Huh? <laughs> so you I miss... completely ignore it because my books are here now. You miss betting with uh... Laszlo. Laszlo, yeah. yeah. I'll take your wager. <laughs> um, Eric, good. No, 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 this is bad. Tooth good. Oh, this is bad. Okay. <laughs> I like tooth good. Been good? Finland. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Finland. Finland. Um, as you, you're swimming out, the sea is normal. There's nothing out of the ordinary. There's no odd currents that aren't supposed to be there. Um, from underwater, it seems normal. You just see the hull of the ship. But there's no like column of darkness following it. Mm-mm. So from out here, there seems to be nothing wrong. Correct. Now, how do you get back in the boat? I mean, there's rigging that I can climb up. Okay. I swim back over. We all pull it up when we see it. I swim up to the boat, turn into an octopus, and then just swim away <laughs> up the side of the boat, slither into the, the deck, and then turn back into Ben Ring. So two polymorphs going for the day. I get it back on a short rest, buddy. <laughs> I asked. And this is why you don't allow druids in your game. <laughs> Just be turning into octopus. Why don't they fucking kill you? Yep. I, as Jake, hate octopus. Huh? And the second you said I slither and suck, yeah. I, try, I did my best not to gurgle and whatnot <laughs> into the mic. Ugh. <laughs> All right, uh, everyone, turn into it. Uh, never mind. Um, Session. You were weirdly not my first friend to hate octopus. Really? I'm told I'm. I'm told that's an unpopular opinion. Now, as you guys sit down for dinner that night, what uh, what has Benlin prepared? Uh, I have the ship's cook. Do they not have a cook on the ship? They do, but Wait, I was, for the one time, I was. Did someone actually ask you to cook a meal? You're not going to cook the meal? I cooked for these guys when we went to see the Ripley. I'm okay. 
<laughs> All right, you get. So you're gonna sit and critique somebody else's cooking? Yes, I enjoy doing. it immensely. <laughs> the they the ship's myself. cook is just gonna cook basic fish cut up very poorly. There's a couple pieces of bone in every cut of fish, and oh, not when decent. he presents that, I go down to the galley. I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> just and like he just muscles him out of the way and show him how to cut fish. All of the plates that we have around, I press digitate to taste like a phenomenal fish dish. Mm. I'm okay with bones if it tastes good. Well, you're a turtle. You can eat. Pick around. Bones. Pick around the bones. As you all go to eat, are you waiting for Benlin to cook something, or are you going on Carol's mm-hmm. press digitation? I'm I'm gonna wait. You're gonna wait. It's fish. I can't eat fish. Okay. Um, I'm a I'm a Oh, you're tearing in. Yeah. Uh, Kirill. I press. It, I eat it and I pick around the bone. And Naya. Yeah. As you guys go to take your first bite, it is absurdly hot. Yeah. Like spicy or temperature wise. Temperature wise. Oh no! Oh no! My taste buds are so important. <laughs> My teeth those are tingling. As you guys oh, 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 oh. you guys spit it out and do that. Then the heat starts to set in of the spice oh, and man. it's it's taking a number on your taste buds. You can feel your tongue numbing to it. Oh, but he made it taste better, I thought. Oh he cast press to digitate, yeah. Well, the the temperature, it the temperature stop. doesn't. It doesn't yeah. stop it from being spicy. Oh, fair. Okay. How could you let this happen to us, Ben? I'm in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> I love that though. Um, when she, when he comes back up, he comes. How can you let this happen, Ben? I can't put my tongue anymore. I feel like now I'm getting a little So I come up with beautifully, beautifully, lightly seared tuna fillets and a seaweed mm, salad. Beautiful. Uh, where I took some of the hard tack and uh, made it into croutons um, for uh, Zindi. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful. And also, there's roast octopus. Arsenal. <laughs> As you one followed me on board. Yes, you learned what to do. <laughs> yes. And you punished it by eating. <laughs> Don't ever follow Finland. An episode of Survivor last night, one of them oh, caught an octopus and I had to turn it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was on the spear and the, the ink was all in the water and he pulled it out and I went, huh? <laughs> that was a no. I also make soothing mint tea for everyone's tongues. How do you know about her tongues now? Because I saw the food. Yeah. <laughs> you put all of this on it? <laughs> the cook just... Two drops? Two drops of this? I... I don't even think I used one. What? I thought you said it was spicy. I'm holding up hot sauce. Yeah. He goes, I... I didn't even think I used one. What do you mean? I... I knew you were gonna come and... Steal the kitchen. I didn't put any effort into this. I just threw the fish well, on the pan. Why was it so spicy then? Temperature hot. It was temperature hot. No, he because it's spicy. Spicy. Oh, well, the prestidigitation didn't. The prestidigitation fixed the spicy. No, it didn't. It didn't. It just made it taste good. It, so it, it didn't taste, taste good. spicy, but it still affected the mouth. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, sorry. So, is. That's on Are me. we still overcast right now? Uh, at this Some point, I'm assuming that the sun was down. Okay. Sitting around and I did dinner. point out to everybody that 
it from the outside there's no change. Okay. I was gonna see if I could dispel something, but it clearly Okay. Not. Um Bo's gonna do um freaking what's it called? The divine sense. Mm. Um so as you bite into your food, same blazingly hot. I'm gonna clap my hands and my shell's gonna start glowing. My that's cool. And my, my seaweed salad bag. Mm-hmm. <gasps> You've never had a salad taste spicy. Hot. Let alone oh, they're delicious. I will take out a hot. ration and try that. The ration, even though you're scared to bite it, tastes normal. Hmm. All right, I'm going to hand out rations. Um, so anywhere within 60 feet, as long as it does not have total cover. It's one meal. Since, uh, Celestial Fiend Undead. Celestial um, Fiend Undead. Nothing's triggering. Yeah. Does that include aberrations? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. No, unless you take one of the class subclasses. Yeah, nothing triggers. Um, oh, and Zindia ration. Minus the beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Does Zindi eat cheese? Or is she, is she vegan or vegetarian? Vegetarian. Because we don't mistreat animals in this fantasy world, so it would be okay to be vegetarian as opposed to vegan. Well, and the the furbolgs probably like well, treat their my, cows and whatnot uh, really well if they have cows. You said that... Um, in order to make the clover honey macaroons, I would assume you'd have to have some kind of cream yeah. in it, which is my... And honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think they had almond milk in, in fantasy worlds. I don't need almond milk. I just don't eat meat. The macaroons are eating almond flour. No, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Almonds and flour. Yeah, she said you cream. need cream, so it was like, and they haven't invented it. For the Grenache, maybe. Well, yeah, it depends on what you're feeling going to be, but actual macaroons. So <laughs> Sorry, my cook's over. They would have on this episode. And anyone who didn't know, Hank is an actual cook. <laughs> and yet, I always end up playing the cook. Because you decided to do that. You think <laughs> it? No, I did not take it. Well, technically, Benlin was a cook way before. Just saying. <laughs> um, anything else after dinner before everybody retires? That was weird. Um, I mean, how did the water taste? Tasteless. Okay. There's just no odd effect to no, the water. I'm detecting magic the frick out of my meal because I knew I know that I did not overcook it because I gently seared. They should be cold in the middle, if anything. Why would you serve fish cold in the middle? Because it's delicious. You've never had tuna tartare? I never have either because I'm allergic, but everyone tells me it's delicious. No, I despise seafood. <laughs> sushi. I like sushi. I don't like seafood. It's like tartare in the middle. It's not actual sushi. What does tartare mean? I don't know what it's Moving on. High fantasy, guys. D&D. Okay. Sorry. Really? You don't understand. No, I'm just saying, I've never heard anyone call it like the action tartare. <laughs> you know, you know me and English are friends. Oh, <laughs> Dying. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dude. everybody watching, I just love letting them just do this. It's so entertaining. Sorry. Anyway, so detect yeah. magic on the food. Um, trying to think of how 
I don't think anything's going on. So there's nothing magically affecting the food. No, I'm gonna say no, and we can talk about it in after party if I'm wrong. But no. As if it had already affected it and that the effect ended it, I think we wouldn't show the I think that's a kind of DM like DM discretion at that point. DM discretion slash flavor. I'm saying no. Hmm. After you collect yourself, you you're done freaking out about your cooking. At that point, no, nothing's going on. Purify food and drink on my food. Does that help? Does that make it normal? Yes. Okay. But you're not just going for the ration that Kirill gave you? No! <laughs> I ate that already. Yeah, yeah mine's done. I'm going to purify food and drink on Zindi's salad because I made it special for her, so... <laughs> Thank you. And I hesitantly bring it back. Smells fine. Smells like it should. Mm. Oh, that's bad. That's so much better. <laughs> the other cook comes out with that bottle of hot sauce. Do you guys want some? Go back downstairs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we turn in for the night? All right. Um, being, being on the ship. Uh, if anyone is seasick, the waves get a little worse at night, a little worse for wear. Um, but there's nothing out of the ordinary. Jans has his night skipper. I'm good. Manning, you're okay? Just checking. Uh, he's under strict orders to wake Jans if anything goes awry. And no one gets woken through the night. How... Oh. So we talked about or heard about the island that Lord um, exiled himself to. Lord Vialis. Vialis. But it's just like a little, a little town outside, it's a, right? Not an it's a village, yeah. It's not an island. If I said island, I'm sorry. Okay. Never mind then. Mood point. I think we inadvertently created a nautical theme through our... Yes. <laughs> like, just stick with it. Inadvertently. Um, would anyone like to go on today? Uh, anything going on? I'm saying there's nothing eventful. I mean, Carol would just spend the day fiddling around with his yeah. instruments and... A couple more days go by, and as you guys wake up... As we're getting closer mm -hmm. to Waterdeep, I want to go back and, on the deck of the ship, in full view of everyone, I want to look through the journal again, because I would assume we brought it with us, mm -hmm. um, and just really kind of see what I learn about Sarah, or okay. anything, um, kind of get to know who she was, not just like the surface reading of it, but just reading into it a little more. Yeah, as you go through and read it more, um, it goes from just learnings of the alphabet and mm -hmm. scribbling and practicing, it dives into an actual diary. As she goes to keep the diary, you can see the entries getting longer and longer. She writes about how Lady Maria um, has three kids herself, but is very kind to the servants. Um, she treats them with respect. They eat very well. They don't eat at the table, but they do eat well. 
and the same thing as the family. Um, Lord Vialis is in and out of the house, taking care of the businesses. Uh, as it gets to the end, she writes of Lord Vialis less and less. More of Lady Maria taking care of the family, and uh, Lord Vialis retiring to the basement more and more. Um, and then that last that last entry is still the biggest and as the handwriting is getting better that one is written in a frantic okay so at this point i'll probably be hunched over where i'm reading just very intent like almost like doubled over just reading this journal so intent i am on on reading it Anyone else anything? Jans comes around and makes his, uh, makes it a point to tell everybody that you're about a day away from Waterdeep. I almost said Candlekeep. God, we're out of stock. <laughs> what? We turned around. The first night's, or the night skipper at one point just turned you 180. Damn it. You may have a camera. Can I get a time check? I didn't take note of when we started. It's 9.26. When did we start? I don't know either. Just the silent like, trying to look at this with it's going constantly. Yeah, we I think it was stop the stream and started. I think it was eight, correct? That's what I think. Close to. Yeah, so I would say probably another half hour. Yeah. Let's just say that here. Tower Park. You guys arrive in Waterdeep, unless you guys want to do anything else. Hmm. Are we going to a town outside of Waterdeep? Right? Is that what Probably they said? land at Waterdeep. No, no, no. Land yeah. at I'm, just, yeah. I'm just double-checking yeah. that I remembered. There's... Lord Vialis lives in a village outside of Waterdeep, okay. but the uh, manor is in Waterdeep. Oh. Are we going to the manor? Suppose, so they're trapped in the manor. We're not going after Vialis? That's up to you guys. Oh. I think... We go to the manor first I for clues. I think we need to go to Yellow's to figure out like what's going on because we don't know where Vialis is and maybe he's there okay like hopefully he is last one we'll get him we'll get him all right we landed at water deep is it nighttime or is it day it would be late afternoon the sun hasn't set yet however it's getting ready to um just a moment well, if we want to do a stealth route into the manor, maybe now would be a good time to head over. Because it gets darker. Sorry, I have issues mm. with how big this old Waterdeep. City of what? Splendors. City of Splendors. Oh, Splendors. Uh, yes, Waterdeep oh, is one of... Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Theo. Or was yeah, it was Theo. So as we're approaching, I'd probably Zindi would probably go a little wide-eyed, like how big. Bob Bozin. No, it's not that wonderful. How do you find anyone in this math? You'll throw a rock and you'll uh, hit somebody who has what you need. Me? Let's take. Is that how it works? Uh, let's say you want to buy a shawl. Okay. Okay. So I look around. And is there anyone selling shawls anywhere near us? Yeah, when you guys are getting ready to dock, as you get off the dock, there are 
it, it's the shopping area because that's they have to they have to take the product not into the city. Tourists come in from the boats, so that's the shopping area. I have a platinum piece. If somebody can bring me a fine shawl for my lady friend, swarmed. <laughs> uh, fine is subjective, but there are lots of um, shorter goblins I and some half elves. I'll just ah, I pick I've got a shawl. beautiful one that has a floral pattern uh, that is large enough to accommodate Zindi's shoulders. Take <laughs> him that platinum piece. Uh, a half elf takes it, holds it up, examines it. Puts it in, and then uh, as he's holding the shawl, he pulls more out from his bag and whips around a large one mm. in a beautiful white, green, and light purple, arguably pink, floral pattern. And you didn't even need a rock! <laughs> well, in this case, the platinum piece is the, the oh, figurative rock. Right. right. <laughs> um, and I'll like look around for my pouches for something paid. else I might need. Right. Also, and the hag elf immediately sees that. And, what else do you need, darling? Oh, um. Nothing for a platinum piece, that's for sure. To be determined. I'm. Young man. I'm fine, but this is beautiful work. Thank you so much. Um. What about a little information? Do you know Lord Vialis? Uh, his. Pointy half elf ear kind of turns and he says, turning back to Zindi, if you ever need uh, heraldry as things in threes, he turns back to uh, Naya and he goes, Lord Vialis. A yellow crest. That's right. Half elf brethren. <laughs> That's right. He kind of stands up straight, almost leaning back, and he taps his bottom lip. We haven't heard from from Vialis in, what is it, four years, five years? He moved to a small village after his family was murdered. And the manor? The manor was sold pretty shortly after he sold it and moved. Who owns it now? Could you point us to it? He He turns... And he goes, oh, the, the Falgorst family does. And he says, yes, uh, it's off of Denizen Street. And he goes like this, he turns around, and he goes, Denizen Street. So, you're going to... Uh, put a gold coin in his stupid hand. <laughs> he takes it between his fingers and tucks it. You're going to go down Marywood. You're going to go down Marywood, past four blocks to... Um, it's in the High Street District. We're going that direction. I'm not giving you any more money. <laughs> Talk to a noble. This would be way easier. Village did more. What's his name? Might have gone to. Vialis. He goes. Uh, the Greenfest Village. Greenfest. Greenfest. Okay. Cool. Not red. Not slow. Greenfest. Yeah. Right, you're done. <laughs> the more you know. Unfortunately. Does everyone rhyme here? In no. <laughs> I hope not. I love Waterdeep, but this is why I hate Waterdeep. Do you think we could stop by Trolls Cove Alley by chance? I mean, it's it's on the way. Uh, also, can I get a DM ruling? I know this should be done during After Party, but I might use it this game. Um, so, Spore Druid gives you the animate dead. 
spell. And as a cleric of Shantaea and a druid, I don't really feel that. So wolves are the same DC as zombies. So could I just summon like spore wolves instead? For flavor purposes, I'm fully okay with that. So would you rather me use wolf stats or zombie stats? I, w- I think it's for zombie stats, just okay. because that holds truly better. But flavoring it to be wolves, I'm just, totally cool. Yeah, just like yeah. spore wolves that crawl yeah. on the ground. Okay, I think that's pretty cool. So the first natural park we come to, I would like to stop and do a ritual real quick. Okay, first natural park in Waterdeep. Yeah, they have them. Okay. <laughs> They're not very big. They have them. They have, <laughs> more like patches of grass. They have familiar parks where familiars can run, but it's, I mean, how many parks are there in New York City? A ton. <laughs> oh, I just, sure. Every couple blocks, honestly. Really? Yeah. Not, I mean, well, don't I look fucking stupid? Well, like, they're not, not like, like every couple park, blocks. There's like, like small dog runs and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I envisioned is just small green runs, but I pick, I'm also like, in my head, well, there's also several okay. massive parks. Right. Central Park is the biggest, but there's several parks. Prospect Park, Battery Park. Okay. Better yeah, parks yeah, also. Better park. Not to mention a lot of like corporate buildings will have like little natural areas in the middle of them and stuff. Okay, I've never been. Let's move past that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> really question back to what you talked about. You said who bought the Manor Falgorst? The Falgorst family. Falgorst family. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And have I heard of that family? Um, no. Okay. They're not noteworthy in really anyway. Alright, I guess we start moving towards where he gestured, stopping to do his ritual. <laughs> if, if we find one. Yeah. Um, if we don't, it's fine. After a couple blocks, you find a small, uh, familiar run. It's not necessarily a big park, but for familiars to run around and right. play. Who has seen Lady in the Water? No one? Long years ago. So, I, uh, kind of reach down my hands into the earth and I kind of pull forward and the grass stands up into these wolf forms. Their bottom halves kind of looking like soil and rocks, but their backs are like made out of like a grass-like texture with like a flat tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're from Lady the Water, they were called scrunts, but I'm going to call them uh, grass wolves. Wolves, if you will. And I summon three of them. We're gonna walk around the street with those. That's yes, not gonna draw attention. Well, if we just walk with purpose, we'll probably be fine. We have, I believe, the <laughs> North Ward to get to. If I'm not entirely mistaken. I read a book once that said, "Fake it till you make it." So just let's go. Just pretend it's normal. I mean, my shield has a giant Shantaea thing on it, so. <laughs> Uh, this is, guys... We've never been to Waterdeep together. We do Waterdeep very differently. <laughs> I mean, I've lived here several times. <laughs> I've never lived here. Uh, I think I... we lived in different neighborhoods, probably. We lived in Trollskull Alley. Northward and Seaboard. I think Trollskull is in the Northward, actually. Hmm? <laughs> Seaboard's the bad part of town. No, that's the wealthiest section. 
It's new money. Dock ward. Dock ward's the bad term. These people want to be by the sea. The dock ward is the bad term. North ward is old money, sea ward is new money. <laughs> As you guys are making your way downtown, walking fast when faces are passing, you're homebound? You're manor bound. Manor bounds. Um, a couple kids are gawking at the grass wolves. Um, you hear a couple goblins chatting to themselves. Is that a wolf? No. It's obviously made of soil. It's not a wolf. It doesn't breathe. Um, They're very friendly. A couple of the kids try to run up and then realizing what it is, get scared and kind of back away. Um, you guys make your way. It is late in the day. Make your way. Is that the plan to make your way to Yellowcrest Manor? The former yellow. I mean, we're totally rested at this point, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, knock on the door because it sounds like somebody lives there. Oh, right. I guess we're not sneaking into the manor. Not yet. It would be rude. Maybe we will break into the manor without at least trying to try the front door first. (laughs) As you guys are approaching the manor, it is well kept, it is lived in. Um, it's a big, beautiful manor, but like I said, it's not old and decrepit in any way. There's no cobwebs or anything, and there's not many torches lit. There's one lit kind of behind the main doors, and then off to the side on the bottom floor. But I pull the book out and kind of like knock on Sarah. Are we in the right place? Let's <laughs> see if she appears. Uh, Sarah. Sarah's blue aura starts to come up and then goes back into the book. She may not like being here. Yes, well, hope she can help us find her body when the time comes. I did read part of the book. Uh, Her journal talked a lot about Lord Vialis being more and spending more and more time in the basement. Mm, So is the basement, isn't it? Might be where basement, you... you say? And has anyone answered the door? I'm sorry, did you guys go up and knock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as uh, Zindi's telling you about the basement, um, you hear some footsteps and uh, an old an old man answers the door, very well dressed. Uh, and he, yes, how may I help you all? Good evening, I'm Curel, Lord Weaver. Pleasure's mine. Yes. Arnold. Awesome. Arnold. Arnold. Great to meet you. Ar- Arnold. Arnold. Apologies. That's okay. We've it's traveled a traveled a great one. distance today. Uh, we are here on behalf of Candlekeep. Oh, wow. Yes. I know. Uh, is this is this your abode? Uh, it, it is not. It belongs to Lord Falgerst. Uh, the Falgerst family owns now. Oh, fantastic, Arnold. Thank you so much for the extra information. Mm-hmm. Um, we have information um, from Candlekeep that has led us to your doorstep that there may be an ancient tome uh, within the basement of this manor. And unfortunately, it is of some danger. We've been sent here to retrieve it uh, and return it to Candlekeep to ensure that the Foggers have no future issues um, if this tome should become active for any reason. A tome? A tome. 
Oh my goodness, that's that sounds terrifying. Oh, You'd be dreadful. You'd be surprised um, how many books are dangerous from Gandalf. My goodness, it's supposed to be a place of knowledge. For so well, knowledge and protection. Well, knowledge is very powerful, so sometimes it's defended by unreasonable forces. True. I guess that does make sense. Um, everybody roll me a perception check. We be perceptin. So they can I use my path? 16. 19. 16. 19. 16. 19. 7. 7. Um, I'm on instinct because of the other group that I DM. I almost said, roll me a perception check based on scent. Because I have to do that with one ah, of the players. Interesting. Um, I do have rats wolves. Turf good is particularly good stuff. Yeah. Um, How's grass? How long is it last? Uh, 20, I mean, I have to cast a spell every day and it's permanent. Spell is it? It's technically animate dead. Animate wolf? Yes. It's turf good sod good animate and dead. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, everyone said Bo and Zindi. Uh, the faint smell of wine is lingering. On him? On his mm -hmm. breath? Oh. Mm -hmm. And just around. Mm. Um, he... Oh! Did you say basement? Yes. There's no basement in the manor. Cellar. There's no cellar in the manor. Oh, strange. Perhaps it's been sealed up then. I don't see where they would have. I know they did some, some renovations. I mean... You know, you buy a house at a discount after someone's been murdered in it. Is the lord of the manor available? Perhaps he has the original plans. He's not. They're they're out on on holiday. Hmm. Can I insight? Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys want to assist me doing it? <laughs> Ten. Um. Yeah, they're gone. He's he's being truthful. He that's that might be why you smell wine on him because he's got them right off. Take him back. I mean, if we could remove the tome while they're away, it would save everybody a bit of trouble. I I see why that's such a problem, but I I'm simply the house servant. I, I keep the grounds and I serve the family and I can't make that decision while they're not here. And you would be serving them by removing a murderous piece of danger. We have reason to believe that this tome was part of the cause of the deaths in the house prior. Do you want to see yourself and your household come to the same end? That would be, oh my god, tabloid fever. Oh. <laughs> the cursed home, they'd never get a resale value. And the shame on the family name, it's irreparable. How would you ever go to another household even if you survived? Uh, I was going to have you roll me persuasion, but now with <laughs> Naya chiming in by herself, the family name. <laughs> Both of us is going back and forth, so bemoaning the fate. <laughs> roll persuasion with advantage. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, oh, oh no! It's no. a 15. Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I got a plus 10 on persuasion, thank god. Yeah, <laughs> plus 10, oh my gosh. Um, he, oh. I, I suppose I could have the two of you inside to poke around and check, but I, I'd be overstepping my bounds if I let everybody in without the family home. And I will unfurl my shawl and show my vestments. Be like you would deny entry to an acolyte of Candlekeep on this mission. I'm trying to like take up the bravado of what <laughs> Naya and uh. Oh and my! I wouldn't want that to get out that they denied entry they to an acolyte. They sent us on a mission to save your family, <laughs> and you would deny that this will have to go in the record. My Kural, take a note. Kuro says loudly, like loudly to the street. I mean, it would be a shame if Falgar's name was known with denying an acolyte of Candlekeep. The great Cindy, no less. Um, can I now get performance check from you two? Uh, I use Druidcraft to make a puff of wind make her robes and shawl dramatically bend. Give you advantage. Oh God, because I have a minus one. Um... And he, while he's debating, he goes, I don't know who the Falgor family is. Son, Falgors. Of course, that's exactly what oh, I said. Natural oh, 20. <laughs> Which is a 19. <laughs> but it's a skill check, so it's not 20. <laughs> he, oh, God, what would he, God. Um, <laughs> my friend. He, Looks up and goes, oh, hey, oh, I need a drink. Um, is that? I'm so sorry. I don't mean to intrude, but is that Cholt? A Cholshin red? Indeed, indeed. Mm, delicious. Oh my word! Great taste. And like as we're saying that, just walk into the yeah. house. <laughs> um, perhaps we can. Pay for another case, and all of us can sit down and have a drink together. If your visit can be described to Lord Falgorst as a show of good gesture, of if course. maybe a gift was left in his stead. Oh well, another bottle of Chulchen wine to replace the one we're about to share. All right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was hoping we could buy one. <laughs> Bo's gonna go. What of course, I'm trying to get this fucker drunk. <laughs> right? Should we go and do? What am I buying? Him out somewhere. We need. We need like a silver casting sleep on fucker people. <laughs> Hold on. What do I have? <laughs> I didn't think I have anything I could give him to. I don't think this will work. I don't have anything that's going to be useful in that regard. I replaced sleep a while ago. Alright, let's just... There's no good replacement for sleep. Maybe I shouldn't polymorph him. (laughs) That would be an advance. No, no, no. I think we could just get him drunk and go send him to bed. (laughs) Or give him enough money to go off on his own to have a night. Don't worry about it. I mean... If we just need access to the basement, I'm pretty sure I have a plan, too. Okay. 
But I think we so need I, more than the basement, though. Okay, so I kind of take his arm. I kind of take his arm and go, "Show me to your drinking room. I'd love to try some of this red." And then I try to get you to go there and so that you guys. Do you want me to go buy some wine or something? <laughs> he kind of stops and slips his arm out. Well, I appreciate that you're a lovely, a lovely being. Um, you must all understand that having you in the manor when the lord of the manor is not here makes me quite uneasy. Um, but I, I, I'm trusting that it's for the best. He says that nervously, almost cracking in his voice. We intend you no harm and your family no harm. Only Are you? I'm sorry. How did how did you know the Yellowcrest family? Well, there was a servant girl within the home who was a dear friend of Zindi here and there, uh, bookish days. Sarah, poor girl, lost her tongue unfortunately, and um, in the mishap, Candlekeep heard word of what had happened. With that cold case still open and on the records in Candlekeep, I mean, it's something that the black staff really just can't ignore. It's a shame that nothing ever happened. You knew, you knew one of the servants. Well, yes, I've, I feel we got very close in the time that we've known each other, knew each other. Mm-hmm. I even have her journal as a remembrance, and I'll bring out the journal. He looks at it. My goodness, yes, that is the crest of yellow, the Yellow Crest family, or was. And he points to the tree that was sketched in the leather um, with the runes around it. I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. Lady Maria taught Sarah how to write. Ah. Very close member of the family. Everyone loved Lady Maria. <clears throat> She, uh, she came from a fortune, she married a nobody, and hmm. unfortunately that's sometimes what happens, I guess. Yes, well, when rich men get bloodthirsty, yes, that's, that is what happens. Hmm. Would you... Uh, I'm going to say in primordial, uh, sorry, Kiro, I'm going to grip your shoulders and go, Kiro, the curse, it's taking... And I'm going to cast Gaseous Form and melt into mist that then settles on the ground, and I'm going to try and find Purchase into the floor. <laughs> oh, Lord, it's already begun! <laughs> you need to run and stay here. Nothing will keep you safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I cast Command on him? <laughs> to run. <laughs> um, as... Yes, as you're doing that, everybody else make performance checks too. Made a wisdom from him. A wisdom saving throw. He's got. He's got that. Twenty-two disadvantage because I did just explode into mist. I will grant that. <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Five. Eight. Being more than my natural shock. Zindi and Naya didn't really. Oh no. (laughs) Kira was the only one who was aware of the plan. (laughs) I said in primordial. 
Yeah, actually, we I all don't know. Friends. Oh, yeah. Okay, how does this play out? <laughs> Probably more melodrama. So, I'm just trying to think of the order of things. So, that started to happen. Carol started to freak out, and he, oh, and then noticed these two not reacting as much, and then got puzzled, and then got a three on his. <laughs> he oh, turns and he runs, not realizing that you guys had shut the door behind you, and he hit the door and knocks himself out as he falls down. Uh, should we tie him up? No, we should just put him in his bed and lock the door. Can we find the servants' quarters or like his, like look for his room real quick? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's gonna be any. It's gonna be like any manner. The okay. servants' quarters are gonna be on the main floor, um, and he's gonna have a nicer room off to the side. He's kind of the head guy. So yeah, to drag him and put him in the bed, and then uh, I uh, then does anybody have heat metal? <laughs> well, just, I'll I'll take a chair and like wedge it underneath the door. I have manacles. Uh, no, no, just like he's let's put it. Well, I'll lock the door. Um, I'm a guard. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a it's, it's it's not a bedroom thing. If that's what we're asking here, I'll wedge, uh, I'll wedge a dining chair underneath the door is, handle. Is there anything stone about? What do you mean stone about? Anything, anything made of stone? stone? I, I thought you were trying floors, to say like you? stone about is an item, and not I was me. like, what the hell stone about? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got regular, like, marble um, statues and stuff around. Uh, right. it's normally... I'm going to hold him up to one of those marble statues and cast Meld with Stone. He is now inside that statue for the next eight what? hours. So Wait, so what happened to when I dragged him to his petrol? Oh, well, I'm saying I could do that as well. <laughs> I think let's just leave him in his room. Yeah. Let him I don't want to traumatize the man. Maybe <laughs> think it was all a weird dream. Yeah. And then if he wakes up and tries to get out, he's trapped. <laughs> like... mean. So uh, <laughs> after you you get the chair wedged, Bo helping you turn, and Benlin is working with some stone. Oh, well, I'm still gaseous for it. If that's not oh, okay, happening. then yeah, that's not <laughs> so you're searching for. Uh, I mean, I, I was, but if it's stone floors, I don't know if I would find any cracks. But I can fit into any crack, and I'm looking for an entrance to the. I was hoping to ask him if we could find draftings or something, but it's, I think it's a bit late for that now. Mm-hmm. Are just crevices calling to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, the foundation of the house is still very well built. Um, there's no cracks in the in the stonework in the foundation or anything. Can we roll investigation about, or like perception or something about looking around to try and see where a staircase down would have been? walled up or like i'm trying to think of like how we could search for texturally yeah something that looks off from the rest of yes you guys can poke around and look at the uh like the floorboards and where the wall meets the ceilings and stuff yeah i'll give you guys investigation for that because that's how you find secret bookcase 17 17 um i have a question I have an answer. Daily double. My background is city watch investigator, and you have experience enforcing law. Dealing with lawbreakers gives you a feel for local laws and criminals. Mm-hmm. Lindsay find the local outpost of watch or some organization, and just easily pick out dens of criminal activity. Okay. So, finding hidden staircases in criminal dens of activity might be in my background. 
but you're still learning. Yeah. Growing up in Candlekeep. I will... I'll let you roll with advantage if you're investigating. Okay. Hold on. Oh, damn. They just got something, too. Oh. That's great. That's a 17. Little baby face. Zindy, did you have something? I have my court functionary thing, but I would have to go find somebody to talk to to get it. <laughs> like, I can get records of buildings and whatnot, but I would I would need to go to an office and talk to them and do that. We'll so, call it cool, for tomorrow. so I will, if we're looking for that and we're not having success, I will pull out my lantern of revealing and light it up. While lit, the hooded lantern burns for six hours on one pint of oil, shedding bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Invisible creatures and objects are visible as long as they are in the lantern's bright light. You can use an action to lower the hood, reducing the light to dim feet in a five-foot radius. So anything that might be invisible, I'm going to go around and we're going to start looking for invisible things. So an invisible door, something that might be... I'm going to gaffishly go around my Two seventeens and an invisible lantern. I see invisibility. Nothing, Zindi, is pinging as invisible. Nothing's like out of the ordinary, except, and I wish I could give it to you, but as you two are investigating, you notice that between the pantry outside of the kitchen and uh, the servants' quarters and everything, there's a section of wall that is decorated like normal. Uh, however, where the walls meet, the uh, crown molding at the top is mismatched and doesn't line up like it should. There's a gap in between, and it just... To anyone else, it would look normal. But because you guys are looking... Bingo! Yep. Aha! Point up to the crown molding. Can I slip in there? Yeah. As the as you slip in, you slip into something more comfortable. The crown molding. <laughs> you make it to the other side, and it's actually a uh, a hallway, and it's not stone or brick or anything like that. It is just like the walls of the manor. Um, there is a large handle on it on your side. And it looks pullable. All right, I will reform because I can't affect things in my gaseous form, and I will pull the handle. Uh, give me a strength check. Pull the handle. Pull the handle, Benlin. Wrong handle. <laughs> Why do we even have that handle? Fourteen. Fourteen. It starts to creak and move. Um, and that would be audible to you guys because you saw. Oh. Push. Cool. Push. As everybody pushes, it's real good. Oh gosh. This doorway opens, and it creaks to life as it opens for the first time. Dust falling off the edges, uh, and making the hallway incredible. Oh no! What's that do? Prestidigitation. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. With that, that's where we will end tonight's <laughs> session.
Fabulous. Great start. Secret well, passage. Secret tunnel. Secret hallway. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Well, my lantern still works for another six hours and 45 minutes. Go. <laughs> oh no, my lantern. It's broken. <laughs> oh no, my lantern. It's burning. Um, with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you're new to the channel, you just happen to search Sarah of Yellowcrest Manor because there is little on YouTube about this book. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. If you're one of our uh, friends, family, fans, patrons, whatever watching, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you especially to our lovely patrons. Sparky, Dossie, Daniel, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, Rockleman, Deskrap, and Eric Fox. Woo! Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you. If you want to join our Discord, we'll have the link below. We'll also have all of our socials. We have lots of that. Actually, Discord's pretty going off, pretty popping. I don't want to say popping, but I didn't think of a better word in time. Yeah. And uh, it's a good time. We're round on YouTube comments, on Facebook, on Discord. If you ever have any questions or want to talk to any of the DMs in the group about like how they prepared stuff, we're happy to answer those questions. Um, and whatnot. And the whatnot. <laughs> and if we're not on there, someone will let us know yes. if there's something on there and we'll pop on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Just if you are so inclined, um, liking, subscribing, turning on notifications, and commenting below to raise engagement. Because also for the comments, we were, we're happy to answer questions and whatnot in the comments, but it just helps the algorithm. That damn algorithm. Make fun of uh, us. Yeah, oh, make fun of it. <laughs> we can take it. <laughs> yeah, I got much tougher skin after that first few runs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. And we will see you all. No, we'll come up with a tag. No, but we do have one now. The tagline tag tag is. Uh, Beat these for the Kraken! Beat these for the Kraken! <laughs> the first time I looked at a camera and said that. <laughs>